Welcome to the Positive Impact Podcast, where we talk about all topics relevant to the game that is Green Regiment founder, Tyshawn Bryant. Great story. We're going to get it popping tonight. We had some technical difficulties, but nothing was going to stop us from getting this interview done tonight. So, Ty, I appreciate you. I appreciate you being patient, man, and we finally getting this done, man. And of course, man. Kudos to everybody that's coming on Ty's page, man. Listen, if you follow Green Regiment, go follow Positive Impact NY. Let's get into it, and let's talk about growing up in hard-hitting New Britain. All right. Yes, indeed. So I'm from New Britain, Connecticut. For those of you who haven't heard of New Britain, it's considered hard-hitting New Britain. I'll let you guess why it's considered that. But, yeah, awesome upbringing. I have, have, still have an awesome family. So I go back to I go back to Connecticut often because... I wouldn't want to be from any other place. Mm -hmm. And growing up there, um, as Terrell asked me earlier, my introduction to the fitness was through basketball. So I played basketball, you know, as early as I can remember. And I ended up playing in high school and then I actually went to a prep school. And then from there, that's basically where my basketball career ended. Um, I didn't necessarily have the, the drive that it took to, to be that great of a player. But I have that now, and we'll kind of discuss that a little bit later. Um, but, yeah, I mean, growing up in Connecticut was awesome. Uh, grandparents are awesome. My mom, aunts, uncles, it was phenomenal. So, yeah, didn't have a lot like most people. But you actually, if you think back, you really don't need as much as you think that you need as long as you have a tight family unit. And that's what we had. No question. Still have. No question about it, man. So you wind up going to Bucknell, which is a great, which is a great college. So... You must have had, you know, you must have had it going on upstairs and you went there. Talk about the transition going from Connecticut out to Bucknell, nice little Patriot League school. Talk about the transition from high school to college. Yeah, you know, it's cool because, um, and this is kind of what I do with a lot of things. Um, I had my first day at Bucknell was the first day that I had ever seen the campus. I got accepted and I figured, you know what, I'm going to make it work. I did enough research about the school just to know that it would, pretty much be the right place for me and I got there and it was cool because um like you said Patriot League Division One program I'm coming from prep school where I did very well academically but basketball wise as well um however I learned that you know the Division One level is is definitely a, a different level than what I was used to so I wasn't good enough to play there um but it was it was uh, just that transition from Connecticut Again, because of my family upbringing, I was able to, because uh, it's it's a predominantly white campus. Um, so where I'm from in New Britain, it, it wasn't that. Um, however, it was just awesome. You know, the connections I made at Bucknell were awesome. And um, yeah, it just, you know, going away to college for me was just, was just fantastic. Really. So 2000 comes and, you know, you're in the middle of college and all of a sudden you and some friends pick up and say, listen, man, we're going out to... We're going out to the West Coast, man. We're going out to, to Cali, man. No money, no nothing. I'm just going out there on a on a wing and a prayer. Like, talk about coming to that decision and how that came out where, you know what I'm saying, where I, I'm just gonna leave college and I'm gonna go out to I'm gonna go out to the West Coast and try to make some things happen. Yeah, you know, I was uh, up at school and uh two of my friends came up to visit me and they are my friends from Connecticut, and I'm sure one of them is on this this call right now. Mm -hmm. And they came up to visit me. They sat me down and said, hey, listen, you know, and, and prior, just a backstory, we were writing a, a screenplay. Now, we didn't necessarily know if we were going to move out to California. We didn't know how to write screenplays. We just had an idea for a movie. We said, you know what, we're just going to make this happen, right? 
So they came up and visited me. They said, hey, we're just going to go out to California. And we know you're in the middle of school. You know, we know, of course, your mom won't want you to leave school. But we're just telling you what we're going to do. Mm. And me being me, like I told you before, um, as, as I, my first day at Bucknell was the first day I ever visited. I said, you know what, fellas, let's make this happen. Because I know I could always come back and finish school, which I did, which is very important. But um, yeah, man, it was just like that. It was like, so you know what? We made the decision, 2000, worked the, the rest of that summer, and then head off to California. And that's exactly what we did. <laughs> Haven't left. Uh, so, talk about, so talk about having the confidence. Talk about having the confidence to, to bet on yourself, because you don't know how things are going to work out you you know once you make that decision you gotta kind of go out there and you kind of have to make it happen like i just left college where it was might have been comfortable you know having a dorm having three meals a day whatever to like i don't know how i'm gonna eat tonight or whatever and i gotta try to pound this pavement especially into the entertainment business what you was trying to get in so talk about the struggle talk about the struggle and what you did to get by so you know that that's really where i um I would say became a man because at that point, you're right. You can move out to California. Now the friends that I moved out with out there with, they were fantastic. I didn't have a car. I didn't have a cell phone. So I leaned on those guys for everything, even though I'm not the type of person to do that. Right. They were just so overly just welcoming just to take, you know, just to help me out. So we, you know, four of us had, you know, we're in the apartment and you're right at Bucknell. I had nothing but food. And fun. That's all I had. I didn't have to worry. I thought I had responsibilities, but I really didn't. Right. And you go from that to the real world. So I knew immediately, like, listen, I got to find a job because my other roommates, they were finding work. And um, I, I couldn't call back home and ask for money, you know. So I said, you know what? Um, let me jump on, my jump on my bike that I brought from Connecticut. Mm -hmm. And um, I started working at a place called 24 Hour Fitness, which is a, a chain of gyms out here. And... Um, I just, you know, I, I didn't have to really worry about swallowing my pride because as a young kid, I always had the confidence because I did a lot of reading, self-help books and things of that nature. So that wasn't really my, my problem. The whole thing was I knew that I had to make something happen and I didn't have much money and, or much time to, 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 hurt, to like spend, you know, just doing whatever I wanted to do. Like I had to be focused. Mm -hmm. And uh, that year from the end of 2000 to 2001, it was real, but made it happen you know absolutely no doubt about it so you got a couple you know you got a couple of gigs out there you know you did some commercials and stuff like that um talk about the process of that you know what i mean like okay i'm working but now like i get a couple of audition i get a couple of gigs so maybe i get a little money in my pocket to get to the to the next to the next stop like talk about that process because you know i think part of that process might have also built you up like you know i think it's tough you know i think it might be a little easier for you not to take things for granted with the steps that you had to take to make it. Very true. Very true. You know, um, when it comes to the entertainment industry, it's, uh, it, it's an industry that could somewhat be out of your control. And for me, it's not like I took theater classes, you know, prior to moving out here. I didn't even necessarily think that I was going to get into acting at all, doing commercials and things like that. I just thought that, Hey, we're going to move out here. We're going to sell this screenplay. It's a great idea for a movie. And, that, and then we're going to be rich. But it, that's not what happened. You know, we had somebody read the screenplay. They destroyed it. And so did our dreams, right, of making that movie. Right. But we still had to pick ourselves up, right? So 
I decided, you know what, let me learn a little bit about how to get into this acting industry. So mm-hmm. I talked to different people, a bunch of networking, you know, and found out, okay, so, you know, you can start with commercials. And then if you're lucky enough, maybe you can get an agent. And the process was very, very difficult, you know, just in the interest of time, um, just to just to let you know, it's a very difficult process when you're not sure. Like you don't, you think you have a goal in mind, but you can't really see the end. So I just knew that, listen, I'm working this job at 24 Hour Fitness. It's not, it's, it, this is not where I'm going to finish my life. And I knew that I was out here in Los Angeles and acting is out here. So I said, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna jump and just go for it. And that's exactly what I did. So, you know, you go to audition, audition, a bunch of people who look somewhat like you. Um, you can somewhat get discouraged with that. But again, because of my mentality that I was raised with, none of that really mattered to me. So I just found, okay, you know what? Let me just keep pushing through. And I found some success, books and movies, booked a lot of commercials. And that helped sustain me for, for some time. Mm-hmm. Um, so again, it's just like, you know that something's difficult, but after you accept that, it's like, okay, let's go, right? Because your your only other option is to quit. Right. It's not my pedigree, so I had to keep moving forward. No question, no question about it. So you're working at 24-hour fitness. Are you saying to yourself, I work at a gym, I might as well, I might as well work out. Like, talk about the transformation where you said, you know what, man, I'm going to get into my, I'm going to get into my body and talk about the discipline that you've had to maintain and how that discipline started to get to where you are today with your fitness. So, yeah, when I started working for 24 Hour Fitness, again, as I told you earlier on the, on the other stream, my introduction was only uh, to fitness was only through basketball. So I wasn't lifting weights. I wasn't working out. Yeah. Um, when I got to college, I was doing some working out. But when I got to California, I'm looking at people in the street and I'm like, wow. I mean, these people look fantastic, much better than me, much better than me. I didn't like that feeling, though. I didn't like the feeling of knowing that these people are doing something that I could do, but I'm just not doing. And I work at a gym. So then I decided, all right, I'm going to I'm going to take this fitness thing seriously because I work at a gym. Why wouldn't I? Mm -hmm. So I started hitting the weights. I started working out. Um, It wasn't until about 2005 Mm -hmm. until I really started taking fitness seriously, because at that point I learned throughout the process that it's really all about nutrition. And once I learned that key component, I said, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to make this happen. So um, I I just had to develop a a, a way and a method, which was really through a routine on figuring out, okay, I'm going to wake up in the morning. I'm going to go to work. I'm going to work out. I'm going to start eating right as best as I can, because I'm eating everything on a budget, but I didn't want to let that, you know, be an excuse as to why I couldn't eat healthy. And I started seeing changes in the body. And then once you start seeing results, that's when you know, okay, you're on the right track. So then you start setting, you know, more goals for yourself. You start accomplishing those goals. And then you just get, at least for me, then you just get somewhat addicted to it. No question about it. So I want you to hold on to that. I want, I'm going to come back to that when we get, when we get into some, I'm going to come back to that actual thing that you just said later on but now i want to fast forward so you said in 2005 you started getting into your body let's fast forward to 2010 you get you get you know you get a phone call saying that your mom's been diagnosed with cancer tough call i you know i mean tough call my grandfather died from cancer i understand it so talk about that getting that phone call and you going back home to care 
to care for your to care for your mom like what was that like and what was the feeling like of that so i could tell you this being in california at that point 10 years everything is going fantastic i'm feeling good i'm looking good it's 2010 now right and then one day i get a call from my mom and i could tell that there was something something a little bit different in her voice and she said ty you know went to the doctor and they told me i have cancer and at that point I, or I should say up until that point, I never had a family member who went through something like that in my adult years. My grandmother, um, she went through uh, health issues, but I was much younger at that, uh, during that time. So cancer is a word that you hear and you, you hear, you read about it, but until it affects you personally, it's probably just kind of like, oh, that's unfortunate for that person. But wow, did it hit me? It obviously hit me so hard that I said, okay. So she told me when her surgery was going to be to remove the cancer. And it was about like a two week um, process from the, from the point that she called me. So I said, okay, well, you know what I'm going to do? I'm not staying here in LA. So then I just jumped on a flight two days later and said, I'm going to go uh, spend some time with my mom. So at that point, everything changed. Nothing else mattered. I didn't care about California. I didn't care about working out. Although I did work out while I was there, that wasn't my, my priority. My main priority was, I have one mom and she now has cancer and I have to figure out what the next steps are going to be for her. So very, very fortunately enough, she had the surgery and the doctor said, okay, it looks like we have removed the cancer, but you never can tell. So at this point, she's not going to be able to do too much activity. She's not going to be able to lift um, things that are too heavy. But what you're going to need to do, you know, as as someone who's going to be taking care of her is think about the nutrition. Think about what you can what you can give her to help speed up the recovery. And then from there, we'll see if the cancer ever comes back. So and I was I was really I was really happy to hear that from a doctor because prior to that, it seems like, you know, you're pretty much helpless when it comes to cancer. So we went back, went back home. And at that point, I decided, okay, I got to figure something out. You know, um, so I immediately went to the Internet. There was no doctor I can call. No one in my family is, is in the medical profession at that point. So I said or asked Google, OK, you know, what types of foods, you know, do you give someone who had cancer? You know, things of that nature. And what continuously came up was fruits and vegetables like they are the essence of life. Like that's all that came up, which is surprising to me because I was like the biggest steak eater in the world. And again, at that point, 2010, I'm looking good. I'm feeling good. You know, I'm thinking that I have the best diet in the world. Well, I started making her green smoothies because that's, that's everything kept coming back to that. Started making her green smoothies. I started looking at the different foods that um, she was eating prior and, you know, kind of like uh, put her on more of a plant-based type of diet. Mm-hmm. We did this for, a matter of two months. Within that two months time, she would have doctor visits. She would have friends that would come by to the house to take a look at her. Um, for me, I couldn't see it as quickly, but people who don't see her every day, they look at her and they're like, wow, I mean, I mean, Mary, you're, you're losing weight. Like, what are you doing? I know you're not working out. And she's like, yeah, well, you know, Ty's just been making me these green smoothies. He's been making me these meals. And um, she ended up in two months without being able to hit the gym without being able to do any exercising, she lost 50 pounds. So at that point, yeah, it's incredible. So at that point, I said, okay. I mean, nutrition is it. Like, there's no doubt about it. So then at that point, I said, okay. 
Um, well, people were asking me, they're like, so, you know, how'd you do it? Like, what are you giving her? So I would, I'd write down recipes for people. And I realized that, okay, if I had to go through this, other people, I'm sure, are going through this or had to go through this. And I don't want anyone to ever receive a phone call. If they have to receive a phone call like that, but if they don't have to, if I can help someone else not receive a phone call from their mom like that, then then then, then that's what I want to do. So I started a YouTube channel. And those videos are still on YouTube uh, as of today, 2012. I'm in the kitchen making green smoothies, you know, not necessarily knowing everything about what I'm doing, but knowing enough and confident enough to know that these worked for her. So I know that they would work for other people. Um, so that's how that, like the whole nutrition aspect really kicked in for me because it was no longer about me any longer. You know, from birth to 2010, it was all about Tyshawn from then. All right, this is about my mom now because, like I said, I only have one, so I got to make sure she's good. No doubt. And how's mom doing today? Oh, she's fantastic, man. Awesome. She awesome. is fantastic. Awesome, man. Awesome, man. God is good, man. And is she still following you, like your, your nutrition and stuff like that? Oh, no doubt. So, for example, um, well, now with Green Regiment and everything, we do different, like, challenges and plant-based challenges. Mm -hmm. So she's always on it. She's even, you know, reminding me, hey, I know this is coming up. So, you know, we'll get you all set up every time I go back home, you know. So, yeah, she's my biggest supporter. Biggest so, supporter. So, no so talk about talk about Green Regiment, man, and this elite protein, man. And, you know, and, and I think obviously that story that you told about your mom is super important because there's a silver lining in that story. Like, you know what I mean? Like, this is how Green Regiment was born you turned it you turned a negative into a positive you know what i mean so Absolutely. like right right now we're going through this pandemic and i've developed this podcast through a pandemic there's always a silver lining so talk about you know making mom the you know the green smoothies and you know giving recipes to people and how did you how you will start turning and said you know what i'm gonna make a plant-based protein that can help a lot of people yeah so so, yeah, I'd make these these recipes, make the videos for YouTube, and people would ask, well, you know what? Like, we love the smoothies, but I know for the most part, people will make smoothies for a little bit, but they kind of want the process to be somewhat easier. So then I thought to myself, okay, let me make a product. So the first product that I made, it was a multivitamin green smoothie, but it was for kids because in my mind, I thought, okay, what I can do is I can kind of, you know, help kids along the way at the same time fight child obesity with the children's product. So I was really excited, made that product, started selling that product, or at least I thought I was selling the product, but I really wasn't. So I, I learned with that product, I really didn't know marketing the way that I wanted to. People liked the product, I just didn't know how to, to market it. But the great thing about that, it was a blessing in disguise because that helped me segue to Elite Protein. Because Elite Protein is absolutely a home run. So Elite Protein, plant-based protein, right? Pea and hemp protein, but it's also filled with superfoods as well. So now, because we're always on the go, you know, especially adults, you know, you have kids. So, you know, you might not have time to, to make a, a healthy meal for breakfast or for lunch, but you can have elite protein for that. So it was a situation where I knew that the videos were great and they were very informative for people, but at the same time, people want convenience. And the fact that I took the knowledge from making the smoothies and brought that to this formulation for Elite Protein, I mean, it was it was basically a, a slam dunk, you know. And once I released that product, started letting people taste it, 
that's when I knew, okay, like the feedback was great. And um, yeah, it's, it's been pretty awesome from there, I must say. Good. Nah, it, it's, it's a great product. Oh, you got it. You got it. I you tried. Got it. Yeah, I tried. I tried. Listen, listen, man. I got, I got my bottle right here. I got, I got it right here, man. We, I got it. I'm loving it, man. So, so talk about, so talk about, you know what I mean? And I said, I wanted to, to go back. So you said when you got to Cali, you seen people looking good and obviously doing things that you can do, but you're just not doing it. So I think that's super important for people because everybody wants to look their best. You understand what I'm saying? And as somebody who's, whose weight fluctuates a lot and in my mind I say, oh, I got to do this, I got to do this. You know what I'm saying? It's tough to really get in that mindset and stay in that mindset to get the results that you want. So I think we all want microwave success. You know what I mean? Like we want to just do something for a week and be and look the way that we want to look, but it's truly a journey and it's truly a marathon and a process and a discipline um, to this thing. So what's the first piece of advice? You know what I mean? Let's start from the beginning. What's the first piece of advice that you would give somebody that's starting their, that's starting their journey? So I would, uh, I first asked the person, why do you want to start this journey? Like, what is your overall goal? Do you want to, is it a short-term goal? Is it just because you're getting married in a few months and just trying to drop weight? Or did you go to the doctor and the doctor told you you have some health issues? And usually with people, I always try to get them back to the health issue component as opposed to having just a short-term goal because just the short-term goal of just losing a few pounds, I mean, that's great, but you must attack the, the problem at the root. And it's always going to be nutrition. I mean, nutrition is 80% of the way you look, of the way you feel. It's no question about it. It's 80%. So I first start and ask the person, okay, let's let's figure this out. Have you gotten your blood work done? Because that's very important. You know, um, a lot of people do all these diets just because they hear about them or they see some celebrity who's endorsing them. Mm-hmm. And then they go on the diet, but maybe the diet's not the right type of diet for them, right? right? Um, so, you know, most important, get your blood work done. Find out where you stand there, first of all, and then get your nutrition um, in place. Mm-hmm. Um, at that point, once you know, okay, you know, I know I like to eat this. Is this good for me? Right? At that point, then you can start looking at the, the exercise portion. Because when I was younger, yeah, I worked out hard because I was young. I had the energy but I was still eating McDonald's. So I looked good. I don't, I didn't look like I look today, right? right? 20 years later. I mean, I look better than I did, uh, you know, 15 years ago. Most people can never say that, but most people won't take the time to dial in the nutrition, right? right? So when it comes to the fitness aspect, I think that people should first find something that they think that they like to do. Like, for example, some people like cycling, right? So they like to buy, you know, take a bike out and ride. That's fantastic. Some people like to take a Zumba class. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Mm-hmm. So just keep in mind, like those those type of um, activities are going to help you lose calories. But if you have a bigger goal in mind, then you're going to have to do more activity in order to hit that goal. So reasonable goals you must have. But like I said, if you set reasonable goals and you start to see those results, you will continue because it's a journey. That's why I say don't make only short-term goals. I mean, you can make the short-term goals, but there needs to be a bigger picture. There needs to be a long-term goal that's tied in with those short-term goals. 
No, no question about it. So now, I do, I do think it's important. You kind of hit the nail on the head to do activities that you're going to be into. So, you know, obviously, if exercising was the easiest thing to do, then more people would be doing it. You know what I mean? Or people feel like they have to have you know, all the equipment in the world or whatever the case may be to get a good workout. But I first think that you have to like what you're doing in order to keep it going. So I just got a bike. I love the bike. So that's what I'm doing now. I know I'm not a treadmill, stationary bike type of person. You know what I mean? So so once you get that that exercise routine and and now you're getting into your diet, there's so many different things out there. There's so many things that people say are bad for you. There's things that are good for you or whatever the case may be. But in my mind, it's kind of what works for each individual. So what works for you might not necessarily work for me. So talk about a little bit how you feel like people should approach the nutrition piece to it besides, you know, going to a, you know, just going to a doctor. Like, you know, because there's so many different theories out there about food. Absolutely. So um, when it comes to nutrition, it is true. Um, certain diets will work for certain people. Others won't work for other people, right? But unless you have specific allergies to, to certain foods, when it comes to like these green vegetables, you know, um, when it comes to a lot of the plant-based foods, I mean, these foods are, are really alkaline for our body. So they actually work in harmony with our body. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people, and you know, and, and when I was younger as well, I wasn't necessarily, I had no reason to to study this stuff, right? So I didn't know that, you know, eating um, healthier, eating eating more salads mm -hmm. will help my skin, right? I, I wasn't I wasn't really privy to that type of information. Mm -hmm. But when people, especially now, because we have access to all types of information, when it comes to a, a certain diets that you hear about, one thing for sure is if that diet isn't if if the if if the the major part of that diet doesn't isn't surrounded by um, vegetables and, and plant based foods, then you're gonna have to look and see what what's going on with that diet. Is it like so? For example, there's diets like the carnivore diet where people are just eating meat. And sure, I mean for some people, like they feel that that's that's what they need. And for me, that's totally fine if that's getting you to your goal. But for the most part, I would say you know we're, humans are more alike than we're different. So, yes, it's true that everything's not going to work for everyone. But if you take a little bit of everything, you can find what works for you. So that's what I always tell people. I, I get DMs all the time. You know, what kind of meal plan should I have? But I, I tell people, what, what is it that you're going to eat? Because if you tell me what you're going to eat. Now, let me not say I don't because I don't want to get a thousand, uh, <laughs> a thousand requests for meal plan. But, you know, when I'm having a conversation with people. It's just like, listen, what are you going to eat? And when I listen to what they're going to eat, if that sounds like something that's really healthy, I'm like, okay, so good. We have something healthy that you like to eat. So let's build around that. Let's not just take some diet that we saw online or something that some doctor, you know, because that always makes you laugh that these doctors recommend something. These doctors aren't even following the, the plan that they're setting forth for people. Mm -hmm. um, so that's another thing. You always have to, you have to be careful of the authority that you seek. You know, because there's just a lot of people who are talking about different diets, right? But they're not necessarily living that life, you know. Um, but just to make it really, really simple for people, you're going to have to try things because you're not going to know what's going to work for you until you try it. But on the same accord, when you try things, 
right? Make a note of that. Like, I like this. And healthy things. Obviously, I'm not talking about trying pizza and all that stuff, right? But, you know, I mean, obviously, like, there's a time and a place for that type of stuff if you need that, right? Um, but you have to, you have to definitely try things. You have to, like, it, it's not, it's not easy to look amazing. It's just not, right? Because if it was, we all would, right? But you can look the best that you've ever looked in your life if you just take the time to monitor what you're eating, remember like, okay, I like this food. And then to try other healthy options as well. Um, this is why the health and fitness industry is going to be on. And so it's going to be going on to the end of time because like you said earlier, you read, oh, this is good for me on Monday. And then on Wednesday, this is no longer good for me. Right. Um, and obviously a lot of that is, you know, due to marketing. I mean, that's just how marketing works, mm -hmm. but you know what? On Monday, if you ate that food and you tried it and you liked it and you know that this is something that that's good for you, if they say that it's bad on Wednesday, let them say that because you know it already works for you. Now, if you go to the doctor and your blood results are telling you something different, okay. But if not, who cares what they say? That's why I tell people, you know, I've been plant-based, 100% plant-based since January of this year. Mm -hmm. So when I talk to people, you know, sometimes they're thinking that I want to get them to switch over to, to stop eating meat. No. For me, I don't really care if you eat meat or not. That's why I consider myself 100% plant-based. I'm not, you know, like to be vegan, mm -hmm. I don't feel that I, um, I'm, I don't, I don't deserve that title as of yet because a vegan is someone who lives a lifestyle where they're, they're very conscious and, and, and very sympathetic to the killing of animals and to the environment where I started this journey based on my health. But I do love the fact that the byproduct of that does help out the environment and does help out the animals. Well, now, um, no question. yeah, so so when I talk to people, it's just like, listen, you know, you do need to find what works for you. But if you have a certain goal, just know that you might be compromising your goal by what you're eating. Right. Because it's not going to be easy. But trust me, when you hit those results, there's there's no better feeling. Absolutely. So. So I want to have you take me through something simple that people can do so let's say for instance like a heavy person came to you and says okay because here i am it's easy to say you know what man i'm gonna go for a run i've had four knee operations i'll never jog on concrete ever again in my life you know what i'm saying so so when you know what would you say like okay hey listen man i'm you know i'm i'm, I'm way overweight you know what i'm saying like talk about small things that you can do to start your journey, you know what I mean? Obviously, low impact on your body and stuff like that. Because, like, again, I think people want everything so fast, you know what I mean, that that's why they get deterred. So talk about some simple things that you can do to start off that can kind of get those, kind of get that snowball effect going. Get that going. Okay, so then, so if a person like that came to me, the first thing I would say is, okay, this is assuming that they've already gone or they already know that their blood results are great mm -hmm. or that maybe they're borderline, but they do need some fitness. Mm -hmm. So I'd say, okay, great. The second thing I would do is discuss, okay, let's get to the eating. Let's think about some, some simple foods that you like that you can eat. Like, for example, smoothies, for example, very easy to make. You can get in a lot of fruits and vegetables. You can actually get more in if you drink a smoothie than if you're eating, right? Because the nutrition, obviously, like I said, is 80%. Mm -hmm. That's going to help you with the fitness aspect. Because obviously, if you're intaking less calories, 
but you're burning more calories. Now we're going to start getting to the burning of the fat. And when it comes to a fitness routine, I would tell someone who's, who's definitely a little bit heavier, okay, let's think about what you like. So if you like things like aerobics classes or if you're at home, you're quarantined, right? You All you have to do is just like simple things. Like, for example, you wake up in the morning and, and set a time. I'm going to work out first thing in the morning so you can get it over with. And the workout, I mean, we're talking, it's just simple. We can, it can consist of standing up, doing some stretches, and you can just do high knees where instead of having that hard impact, right, uh, as if you're jumping on the concrete, mm-hmm. just get your knees up. You know, I mean, just, just something as simple as that. You could do, if, if jumping jacks are a, a little bit too difficult for you, then you could do side steps. I mean, anything just to get your body moving. Because once you get into that habit, because it's a habit now, wake up in the morning, first 45 minutes, I'm going to work out. Once you get into that habit and you start doing that, now you're into a routine. You're starting to eat better. Now you're starting to do light fitness activity. Um, I mean, YouTube is, is, a, is an incredible resource because there's all types of exercise that you can do, but you must stay consistent. And if you can't do jumping jacks today, you'll be able to do them in three weeks. You'll be able to do them in four weeks. You just have to remain consistent. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't, let, don't let anyone knock you off your path. Because if you get knocked off your path now, we have to start from. That's how the body works. Yeah. Unfortunately, I mean, you can work as hard as you want. People talk about muscle memory, mm-hmm. and I hear that. But for me, if I'm not working out every day, it's it's just not. Um, I don't feel the same. I might look the same, but I don't, don't necessarily feel the same. And with fitness and with calories, calories don't stop. Mm-hmm. So if you think that you're just going to leisurely work out, you're just going to take time off and then come back to it, you can do that. But just know that you're going to be somewhat starting over. So be consistent. I mean, you're consistent with breathing. Right. You're consistent with working out. Right? No doubt. So, but that that's a little bit, I, I don't want to get too intense for people, but that's mm-hmm. where I'm at. Right? So the bottom line is you get into a consistent habit. Eating right. You can start the low impact working out. Don't, this is, this is a marathon. No question about it. There's nothing sprintish about this. You know what I'm saying? Um, But you will see results. You know, you would most definitely see results. And if you can do something outside, like riding, riding a bike, walking, you know, you're good. Just be consistent. No question about it. So now let's go to the opposite end of the spectrum. I'm a skinny, scrawny person, and I want to bulk up a little bit. What's your advice to me? for putting on weight, but good weight? Okay, so I do get a lot of those uh, those questions because there are a lot of people in it, and, <laughs> and those people think that we forget about them. Yeah. But to me, it's it's uh, it's a good situation to be in because now if you're, if you're looking to bulk up, it comes back to nutrition. It comes back to calories because the more calories that you intake, right, the more calories you intake, the more you'll be able to put on that that size. If you think that you're going to be able to put on size eating the same way that you do now, that's not going to happen. Right. Whatever you eat and how you eat currently has you looking and feeling exactly the way you look and feel right now. So I would tell a person, okay, what we need to do is we need to get you set up on continuous, for example, protein shakes, for example, plant-based, of course, because plant-based is just a healthier way to go. The animal protein, I used to take animal protein years ago, but the truth is um, it's just acidic for our body. Um, and a lot of people are lactose intolerant, so that's why I always push for the, the healthier, more plant-based alternative. But someone who needs to gain weight, they have to eat. Um, 
They don't have to necessarily turn themselves into a bodybuilder where they have to eat six meals a day. I'm not saying that. But you have to eat. And when it comes to working out, your workout is going to have to be consisting of using weights. I mean, if you're looking to to actually resistance training, if you're looking to actually put on size. Um, and the truth is, with those people, uh, it does take a little bit longer for them to see results as opposed to an obese person. Um, because those people are looking to put on lean mass or lean muscle rather than that's going to take a little bit more time. Mm-hmm. But that's okay. Why is it okay? Because this is a marathon. It's not a sprint, right? Absolutely. So, yeah, so for so for either side, I mean, they can be taken care of. They just have to be consistent. That's really what it comes down to. No oh. magic pill, unfortunately, because oh. I'd have it, and I'd be right. selling it. <laughs> right? yeah. so. I, like, I like that. No question about that. So as we as we start to um as we start to wrap this thing up, I want to ask I want to ask a few a few quick questions. So, favorite exercise. Okay, um, I'm gonna give you two. I'm gonna give you two. Uh, my favorite exercise in the gym is the exercise that I dislike probably the most. So I would say inside the gym, the deadlift. Okay. It's a very dangerous exercise, but it incorporates so many muscle groups, so many uh, neurons are firing. Mm-hmm. Um, but a safer exercise that is even more tiring is the burpee. And I wouldn't have said that prior to the pandemic. Uh, but with this pandemic, I had to decide, okay, there's no there's no gyms. So for like two minutes, I thought, well, how am I going to be able to keep looking like this? And I'm like, wait a minute, this is what I do. So I figured out a way. So that's why I developed all of the exercises that you see on our, on our Instagram. Yeah. And I'm in the park every day, and I still got it. So the burpees are phenomenal. So I would say forget the deadlift. The burpee is something that everyone can do. And you can succeed at that, and you'll you'll be exhausted. Hate burpees. All right. Hate. <laughs> <laughs> no question about it. Favorite favorite meal. Uh, my favorite meal besides elite protein, of course, a, a smoothie. Um, at this point, my favorite meal would be sweet potatoes, kale salad, and. Man, it used to be a ribeye steak. Not any longer. Now it's Beyond Beef. That's that's my thing. Yeah, yeah. I'm a huge that's fan of Beyond Beef. I'm a huge. <laughs> huge that's what it is now, you know. <laughs> yeah, nah, huge, huge fan, huge fan of that. So, what if you could train three people of your choice? Hmm. Who would they be? If I could train three people, okay. So, I train Barack Obama. Okay. Because you know what? I can learn a lot from Barack. Okay. So I would I like to train Barack. Um I would like my favorite basketball player as I was growing up is Charles Barkley. Okay. So I like to train him. Yeah, okay. I like to, and, and he could use it too, right? Right. So. Yeah, no question. <laughs> no question. <laughs> and then uh Michael Jordan. You know why? Because with Michael, I, I think we have similar mindsets. So I would like to even delve more into that and, and see what he thinks about some things. So Michael Jordan would be another person I like to uh, train. Okay, so those are the three that you would like to train. Is there three different if I say who would you want to train with? Yes. Okay. Absolutely. So now give me so I wanna so Obama, Barkley and Jordan, 
I'm going to train you. I'm going to do this for you. But I, it's time for me to get it in. I'm about to get with these three because these three are going to take me to the next level. They're going to take me to the next level, huh? Um, okay. <laughs> um, LeBron James. Okay. Because I know LeBron has access to, to some fantastic um, equipment, and, and, and I know he spends a lot of money on his fitness, so yeah. I would most definitely love to train with, with LeBron. Okay. Uh, this, you know what? The Rock. The yeah. Rock looks phenomenal. Phenomenal. He looks phenomenal, so I would most definitely want to train with with uh, with the Rock. And lastly, John Jones, UFC fighter John Jones. Mm -hmm. God, as far as I'm concerned, he's 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 the greatest in, in what he does. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I've tried that before. I mixed martial arts is tough. I like that challenge. So yeah, he would be the third. Nice, nice. I definitely appreciate that. So before we before we get off of here, I want you to tell my listeners. Um, anybody that's on here um, that follows you, how they can how they can get this product that honestly that I I stand by and, and I love it so far. You and I have talked about it, and you know I was unsure, but you know I'm getting to the point where I'm willing to try some new things, and and I love it. So talk about you know where people can get um, Elite Protein from, and you know I had a guy on here earlier asked if he, he had. Can you get it online only, or can you go get it at GNC? Tell everybody how you can um, tell everybody how you can get it. Okay, so um, so you have a couple products. We have Elite Protein, which is the superfood meal replacement. We also have a brand new, like first of its kind, CBD protein. It's plant based. That's more of a post workout shake if you are sore, have inflammation. Mm -hmm. So you can get all of our products at GreenRegimen.com. So greenregimen.com. If you if you live in Los Angeles, we're at a few stores called Air One. And we eventually will be in a GNC at this point. GNC, I'll just tell you, GNC doesn't have products that are as high quality as ours. So there will be a time where GNC, especially during this pandemic, where you know GNC wants to attract, you know, more customers. Uh, that we have, and I'm sure that we'll uh, look at GNC at some point. Uh, but just so you know, everyone who's listening right now, um, what we'll do is we will give you a discount. We're going oh. to give you a discount on anything you want on our website. So you just have to use a special promo code. I'll give you that promo code now um, so you have it, and you can go crazy, whatever you want on the website. That promo code, let's see, what would be a good – you know what? Um, positive Impact New York. So that po so that uh, promo code will be P. I-N-Y. Yeah. P-I-N-Y. Positive Impact New York. That's the promo code. So, yeah, go crazy. Go to greenregimen.com. Of course, just so you know as well, if you do want to do something with your health, um, in terms of, you know, uh, looking at the plant-based options, you know, we're going to have a June challenge where, you know, you don't have to be 100% plant-based. There's nothing like that at all. We're just going to have on Instagram, like, different, meals for you to eat you know you're going to be able to see what i eat on a daily basis and you can just give it a try you know it's not like it's nothing crazy competitive against anyone else this is just you have questions you could ask me you could dm us no problem at all we'll help you out so that's coming uh next month for the month of june now nah, we appreciate that so don't forget go to greenregimen.com go crazy get this product i love it put the discount code in p-i-n-y Go get it and go try it. 
Ty, man, I'm so happy that we 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 figured this thing out, man, and, and we got it. We got a chance to rap, but you know when this conversation's supposed to happen, ain't nothing gonna stop it from happening. So you and I will be in touch very soon, man. And Terrell, let me just tell you this, man. Thank you very much, man, for for having a platform like this, man. I mean, like I told you, some of the people that you interviewed already and some that you are going to. I mean, I remember these people as kids, and I mean, I just love the positivity, man. So. Um, I mean, this is just this is just the first of a few I'm sure that we'll do, right? Yeah, so, yeah, man. So, yeah. So, thank you for having this platform, and thank you for having me on there, man. This is awesome. I appreciate it. So, all my followers, go go to IG and follow Green Regiment, man. Show this guy some love, man. He's doing incredible things. And anybody, and all our followers Green do the same thing. Yeah, definitely do the same thing. Absolutely, no question about it, man. Ty, man, we'll be in touch. Appreciate you. Absolutely, baby. my man. Yes, Likewise. Sir. All right.